Father, we thank you because your mercy endures forever. Thank you for the privilege you have given to us to come to a place of prayer. Lord, as we gather in your presence tonight, you will do something spectacular in our lives in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. Psalm 12. Today I will be uh, speaking on something I, I titled the spoken words. The spoken words of men. The spoken words of men. Sometimes what we speak over our lives have the tendency to come to pass. So if you are the type of person that love speaking negative over your life, we are spirit beings and we have divine authority. Whatever we declare comes to pass. If somebody is sick and you pray over the person and the person receives healing, that shows that you have certain authority over certain things. That means your words have authority. So you that is praying for healing of people, you that is praying for deliverance of people, you that is interceding for people, the same you coming back to yourself to say negative things over your present situation. When you find yourself in any any negative situation, the best thing and the best way to deal with it is to confess positive. But that is just uh, if it is just about you. But tonight I'm talking about some of the spoken words of the spiritual men that has been spoken over the affairs of our lives. Through demonic consultations, through generational uh, declarations and demonic standards that are already in the family before we came into existence. I remember uh, one of the stories that my grandmother uh, told me, the reason why we don't eat uh, grass cutter in my family. So yeah, you look at every family, every African family, if you look at it very well and you dig deeper into your family, you know that there is always one taboo or the other in a family. Today, I want to, I want to go, I want to dive into some mystery that I believe that is going to help us even in the course of prayer tonight and even in our various personal prayers. So my grandmother told me a story that the reason why we don't eat grass cutter is because in those days when our forefathers were, because I came from the family of a warrior, we are the uh, we we go to the war for the village. And in one of those days, one of our grandfather was on his way to war, and the enemy uh, surrounded him in a cave. It was a grass cutter that saved him from the enemy. A, a demon that looks like grass cutter saved him. And from that day, he made a pledge to the grass cutter that anyone 
who eat grass cutter in his generation must face certain consequences. In out of gratefulness and loyalty, because the fact is that you can't blame our forefathers. That is what they know. Nobody preached the gospel to them. So they were only operating within what is exposed to them. So this demon appeared and he made pledge. So from that moment, every member of the family must not eat grass cutter. So if you eat it and you confess to the elders in the family, what happens is that they take you to the bush. Our family have a bush. Uh, we call it uh, Iboro. So they will have to take you to that bush and shave your head, perform some rituals on your head, and then you'll be free from the curse of the grass cutter. Can I get an amen? amen. <laughs> what a shock, Abby. So that is the situation that many families already found themselves because there are certain declarations that our forefathers have made before we were even born, before we even came into existence. That is one thing. Another thing is that there are, there are, there are individuals that they know the day, the day you were born, they were there when you were being born, and they made certain declaration over your life, certain statement was made over your life. There was a mystery that somebody once told me that when a child is born, the first 40 days of the child's life, everything you speak to the child sticks to his destiny. Everything you speak on him sticks to his destiny. So imagine a child that is born in a dysfunctional home. And within the 40 days of his life, the first 40 days of his life, the, the father and the mother, they were always fighting, cursing themselves, abusing themselves. You, you, it, it can never be better for you. You, uh, you, this, I don't even know who this child is. This, this child that is crying anyhow. Imagine what, what, what will happen to the destiny of the child. So that is one thing. Our parents too, they make mistakes. While we are growing up, they, well, because we, we too, we are stubborn. So when you make a mistake, your mother will curse you. Is it that your mother curse you or your father calls you names? Say, you, you, you this boy, you this stupid boy. You this, you this, uh, you this useless boy. And these are words that are powerful. Because humans, we are not just ordinary creation. We are spirit beings. And we have power on our tongue. Hallelujah. Now, let's go to Psalm 12. Let's look at what King David said about the tongue. From verse 1, he said, Help me, Lord, for the godly man sees it. For the faithful faith from among the children of men. He said, They speak vanity, everyone with his neighbor, with flattering lips and with a double heart do they speak. He said, But the Lord shall cut off all flattening lips and the tongue that speaketh proud things. This is where I'm going. Verse 4. Who have said with our tongue we will prevail? Our lips are our own. Who is Lord over us? Hallelujah. You have the power of God in you and you did not know. 
you are not aware that you can speak good things that are not meant to exist in your life into existence through the power of your tongue because the spirit of the lord is in you you are not aware that you can speak sickness out of your life you are not aware that you can speak depth out of your life you cannot you are not aware that you can speak failure out of your life but one thing we are we are sure of and we know how to do is to speak negative over our situation oh this situation will kill me oh my sickness has come again oh they are sacking everybody in my place of work i think the way the boss was looking at me i think me today will sack me <laughs> hallelujah when i was going out I, I, I was going for that interview. I felt some strange, strange presence around me. It means that interview is not going to work for me. And there is this uh, popular, uh, popular signs that our mothers and fathers they used to give us. They say when you are going to ask somebody for money and you hit your leg on the stone three times, it means you are not going to meet the person at all. Hallelujah. And we too, we have, we have inculcated that into our relationship with God. So that when you even have a dream where somebody shot at you in the dream, you wake up and say, hey, God, I'm dead. When you are supposed to say, I shall not die, but live to declare the wonderful works of God. Hallelujah. So now, we are the one giving the devil opportunity over our situation by speaking negative things over our life through our tongue number one two there are powers there are forces of darkness that are confessing negatives over your effort every day somebody is waking up at midnight for the past three days we've been talking about occult we're talking about spiritual things that is happening in the background what some people are getting involved into, what some people are doing to, to keep appearances. You see, when a man of God begins to deliberately commit sin against God, who called him? It's like the president sent you outside Ghana to go and do something on behalf of the country. But when you get there, you are doing your own thing. What will happen is that they will withdraw the backing of the government from you. I remember some governors in Nigeria when they start when the the the, the president says that they are misbehaving, the first thing they will do is that they withdraw their security aids. All those police that have been following them, they withdraw them. That means now you are your own. So when a man of God or a Christian, let's say a man of God that God is using powerfully deliberately or out of mistake fell into sin of maybe fornication sin of greed sin of whatever sin that he fell into and the spirit of god or the sin of pride because one thing that god does not want is that he doesn't want you to take his glory you can't heal the sick and claim that oh yes come to me i will heal you no god does not play with his glory that your church member can give you fans. 
He said, hey, that's my pastor. But that is all you get. You can't take the glory. Hallelujah. Once you begin to take the glory, the Spirit of God will depart from you. Once you begin to give unto, unto God what, what is less for him, the Spirit of God will depart from you. And when the Spirit of God departs, it is hard for you to rebuild that relationship with God because God will not trust you again. And people are not ready to go through that pain of the sacrifice of, re- of getting themselves restored back to the presence of God. And there are alternatives everywhere. So they will go for juju. They will go for powers. And they will tell you that if I, if I tell you to sit, you did not sit, you will die. And it's true. That's how it's going to be because he has gone to collect something. Hallelujah. So now, for the past three days, we've been talking about few things that is going on in our world and how relaxed we Christians are. Somebody is waking up at midnight to speak negative over your job. They see you going out every day, every morning, weekends, you take your children out, weekends, you, you take your friends out, you are happy. They are not happy. So they wake up midnight looking for a way to confess negatives, chant incantation, chant over your destiny, chant over your life to destroy your life, to destroy your future. And you too, you now join them to be confessing negative things over your situation. The devil will not have dominion over our lives in Jesus' name. Amen. One day, I, I, I've said it in church like one or two times. I used to wake up, then come out of my house, pray around, pray around the house, pray around the car, because I, I always leave the car outside. And at 4 a.m., around 4 a.m., very early in the morning, my area around that place, around that, that time, is always, uh, it's always very desolate and, and very dark. 4 a.m. in the morning, an old woman was standing at the T-junction of uh, close to my house, naked. Naked. And she had a broom in her hand. So it wasn't a revelation or something. It was with my uh, 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 this kurokuro eyes. Like my kurokuro, the way we say it, like kurokuro eyes. Now you might take Siam. Nobody say, nobody say, Philly, uh, Philly, yes. Nobody say na revelation or or, or visions or, or anything. It be with, like the Ghana we speak are broken. It be with my eyes. Now he might take Siam. <laughs> Hallelujah. She was holding broom and she was at the tea junction close to my house. Only God knew what she was doing. I went close to, I went towards that place as I was speaking in tongues. Then she, she walked her come out to the roadside. Naked. Not like you, you, from afar, you know that this person is not wearing anything. These people are waking up every midnight to declare over the territory, over their territory, over the environment where you are busy sleeping at that 4 a.m. You are busy sleeping. Some of you cannot even wake up at midnight to pray. So when you even finally pray, self, you pray one hour, then you, you, you sing praises to God. Good. Then the next morning you wake up, the, ne- the first thing you will say is that, oh, ah, they, they, they break, oh, they break Africa. God, the struggle begins. We are going. Struggle begins, oh. 
we are going. You will not struggle in Jesus' name. Amen. When you say struggle begins, what are you saying to yourself? Say, God, I'm not, I'm ready to be struggling. No. It's not your portion. Every spirit of struggle, I silence them in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Open up your mouth and speak good things over your situation. Even when things are not going, the, you can see that things are not going the way you want them to go. Don't ever say it. Speak positive. Confess positive. Oh, I feel pain all over my head. No, I did not feel pain. I command you pain to depart from my head. Oh, I'm suspecting my boss is about to sack me. And if care is not taken, this guy will sack me. And for one week, two weeks, three weeks, that's what you've been saying. A man of God said that if you want to die, if you just want to die, wake up for 21 days, just 21 days, wake up in the morning and say, death, I want to die. Just say for 21 days. Before the end of 21 days, you will die. Amen. Because there is power in our tongue. The kingdom of darkness, they know how to use their tongue. There is no wicked person, that, there is nothing like, there, no, no juju will work without incantation. No juju, I've been there, amen. I've been there. Even those days when we were young, they were killing lizards up and down. They will still give you, only God knows how those old baba, how they manage to put those, those rhythms and poem together. Because the incantations are like, Mysterious words wrapped in rhythms of demonic powers. And they will give you, you must recite it the way they have given you. Some of us here, we will we write, we give you 20 prayer points to go and pray. Confess, you can't even confess it. Say, so, oh, Pastor, this prayer is too long ago. It's too long. I gave somebody one round, one two prayers to go and confess. You open the prayer, you look at me, oh, Pastor. Ah, hey, this prayer, ah, this prayer, the day I say, oh, the prayer day, better go on. What is doing you has not done you well. If you did you well, <laughs> you will pray it. Amen. Amen. Oh. There are, ah, they will, they will, they will give you, <clears throat> excuse me, they will give you this thing, but they have books. They have occultic books. They have magic books. Seven books of Moses. They have different kind of books. Where there was a time, I think, uh, some years back, at East Legon, some occultic people were, were throwing books at T-junctions. They were throwing occultic books at T-junctions. So, you wake up in the morning, you are going to work, you see the books on the road, you open it, you read the book, you, you say the word inside, demons will enter inside you. So children were just being possessed everywhere. So we have to be doing deliverance for children from house to house. Amen. There are powers that we are not aware that they are there. But they are aware that we are there. In your environment, that person that is laughing with you, you never know maybe it's a, it's, it's a principality. But he is aware of who you are. He knows that you, you are not an ordinary person. But you yourself, you don't know yourself. And these forces of darkness, these agents of the enemies, they know how to use their tongue 
if they want to destroy somebody's life they use their tongue there is no there is no occultic uh, there is no there is no there is no bewitchment without the use of tongue there is no demonic attack without the use of tongue you see demons will not just come and attack you somebody will instigate that demonic attack through the power of his or her tongues somebody who sees you as an enemy in your place of work somebody who sees you as an enemy in your environment you are always smiling in your neighborhood you think life is just like a disney world hallelujah our ladies think that life is like a Disney world. Like every, everybody loves you. Everybody that is smiling with you loves you. Hey, you are in a cartoon world. <laughs> May God have mercy in Jesus' name. So they are speaking against you to complicate the matter. You too, you are speaking against yourselves. Oh, pastor, they said I will not marry. So what are you saying? Oh, pastor, it depends. Oh. Uh, please, what is God saying? Am I going to marry? Well, <laughs> if I want to wicked you, I will tell you, you will not marry. <laughs> Amen. 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 Because when, wh- whose report are you going to believe? God's report or devil's report? Oh, man of God, we went to see a prophet and the prophet told us that uh, though we will marry but we will not have children. So, and, and you are there. You did not backfire the thing. And you don't say, oh, uh, prophet, I reject it in Jesus' name. There is something in Ghana that, that, that people do. When they are playing with you, they are playing with you. Maybe you, you said something, they expect you to do something, you did not do it. And they are playing with you, they will not tap you. <laughs> she, 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 she. Shame unto you. And you too, you will laugh. Say, ha, my friend, I accept. God forbid. If you try that with me, you say shame unto me. I will fire it back immediately. (laughs) Say shame unto you too. And I reject the one that you said. I reject shame and disgrace. In the name of Jesus. Somebody is cursing you and you are there standing in front of the person. Watching the person like uh, uh, it's a football game. You give it back to the person, Philly, Philly. Say, I send it back to the sender in the name of Jesus. So a prophet told some people that oh, eh, when you marry, eh, after, you, after your marriage, when your marriage reach five years, the marriage will scatter. And between that five years, you people will not have children. So, uh, let's, uh, but I will, I will do some direction for you people. He's, 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 he's looking for money. No, there is not there is nothing like direction anyway amen any any direction outside the word of god the the man is looking for money uh, they, they 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 have killed your marriage they have killed your future i'm there right now in fact i am like five generations backward he's a demonic person the holy spirit will not will not take you on a journey of magic i am now in five generations ago so uh, I saw a woman. That woman went to five generations of your forefathers and broke a coconut on your head. Destroy your destiny, finish. Don't worry, I will help you. I will do some direction for you. Uh, see, there is one soap you but It's a liar. Amen? 
It's a liar. Tell, tell yourself that nobody can have access to the blueprint of my life. In the name of Jesus. Nobody, no power, no authority can have access to the blueprint of your life because your life is hidden in God. So anyone who is using the power of tongues against your destiny, they shall fail in Jesus' name. Amen. I can't hear your amen. amen. So what do you believe? They are speaking against your life. You too, you are speaking against your life. So who is going to speak for you? You think that you somebody will speak for you? There are people that have come to, uh, during counseling session, they will tell me, oh, pastor, I'm sick. I will say, no, 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 you are not sick in Jesus' name. Oh, pastor, you don't know I'm sick. <laughs> say, no, 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 don't say that. You are not sick in Jesus' name. The Bible says that by stripes we are healed. And the chastisement of our peace was of, oh, you say, oh, pastor, I know the Bible, but I am really sick. <laughs> Hallelujah. God have mercy. Many of us believe that, if I ask us, uh, how many of us believe that God can heal? We all raise our hands. But how many of us believe that God can actually heal you of all your diseases? We don't have that faith. When you have a headache, you are, running, you are looking for parastamol. Small thing like parastamol. Everything parastamol. I'm not saying don't take drugs, so don't get me wrong. But the fact is that what you confess determines how far your life will go. If, even if failure is staring you on your face like this, you, you need to learn to tell failure to go. Don't accept the failure. Disappointment is knocking. You say, oh, pastor, I have problem. What's your problem? I have disappointment at the edge of breakthrough. I don't know who constructed that English. He said, oh, pastor, who designed the problem for you? He said, oh, hmm. All the churches I've been to, they always tell me that I have disappointment at the edge of breakthrough. And pastor, it's true. Anytime good things about to come like this, it will just disappear. So it's like the pastors are telling the truth. The point is that, okay, the problem might be there. But what actions are you taking about it? And what do you believe about it? Could it be that the failure at the edge of breakthrough is coming to your life and is gaining root into your life because of the way you two have personalized the problem and you have given yourself a title of I have failure at the edge of breakthrough. What you speak is what you attract. If you want to attract healing, you want to attract breakthrough, you speak it out. Our word is a living being. Whatever you speak becomes alive. The Bible says in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. So your word is from the beginning and your word is God. The word that came out of the mouth of God became a living being and that is Jesus. And our life constantly replicates the same action that God performs. Every word you speak has the power to make or unmake you. We should stop giving the devil the chance, the opportunity to oppress our life. Hallelujah. We God help us in Jesus' name. The Bible says that the Lord shall cut off all tongues, all lips, and the tongue that speaketh proud things. Who have said with our tongue we will prevail. And our lips are our own. Who is Lord over us. 
I would destroy him with my tongue. I would destroy him with the power of my tongue. And knocking at your door spiritually, speaking negative things against your life. I was on a mountain back then in Nigeria. And this first prophet brought coconut on the mountain and put the, two pict- uh, the picture of a couple on a rock. And he was praying. He was quoting the book of Daniel chapter 5 verse 25. Anyone using Daniel chapter 5 verse 25 to pray against you, God will scatter them in Jesus' name. Muslims, they use that passage. Amen. That is for you to know that the word of God has power. Even Afas, eh? Malams, they have Bible that they are using. If the word of God does not have power, why are they, why, why are they carrying power? Why are they carrying the Bible? We, the owner of Bible, said we have it. You've never opened it since, uh, since January. The only time you open it, the only place you open is the story of Solomon and his wives. That's the only place you open. Anytime you want to uh, uh, copy a love quote to, to propose to a lady, that is when you, you open Bible. You go to the book of Solomon. Hallelujah. Whereas allergies courtly people, they have the same Bible and they are using it to do their evil practices. Amen. Because the, the word of God is powerful. What we ask, why, so why is the thing working for them? Well, it's the word of God. They know how to twist it. Because even the devil himself knows the Bible. He knows the Bible from here to said. Hallelujah. May God help us in Jesus' name. May you wake up from the slumber of confessing negative against your life. Uh, this my marriage will not work. I know. I already knew it. Uh, this interview will not work. See all these brilliant people. Ah, I went for the interview. I saw brilliant people. All my seniors. My seniors when we were in school. That boy no mathematics. Hey, I cannot be in the same place with this boy. This boy will defeat me. <laughs> you mean you are already defeated for saying that? You are already defeated. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Verse 5. He said, For the oppression of the poor, for the sign of the needy, now will I arise, says the Lord. I will set him in safety from him that poverty at him. Anyone that is raising their shoulder against your destiny, using negative words, God will subdue them in the name of Jesus. Anyone waking up at the middle of the night, speaking negativities over your life, over your marriage, over your career, over your future, over your destiny, I silence them in the name of Jesus. I silence them in the name of Jesus. I silence them in the name of Jesus. Whoever the person is, wherever they are, where, whatever mistake that you have made that gives them upper hands over your life, I release mercy to speak for you in the name of Jesus. Words have power. So learn to use your word right. Learn to, learn to use your word right. Some of us, we don't know the words to use in prayer. When you want to pray like this, you start prayer. Two minutes, you have forgotten what you want to pray about. But when, when it's time to confess negative, you know what to say. Oh, God, I'm a dead man. 
if if death if death were very close, eh, like people would just be dying anyhow. Because there is there is a slang now on social media where somebody want, want to laugh. You say, Oh, please, I need a I need a space to faint. Give me a space to faint. One day you will faint. <laughs> Hallelujah. One day you will faint. I, I was reading an article, it was a joke, and the the guy the, the guy wrote that ah if you feel the same way that I feel about this joke, we will all die here. <laughs> we will all die here. And people were com- commenting, ah this joke kill me. I die. I die. People are not serious. We are not serious. Hallelujah. Our words have meaning. May God help us in Jesus' name. Are you ready to pray tonight? So you are going to reverse every negative declaration that has been declared over your life. And you are going to reverse those things that you have spoken against yourself. Ah, this is my life, dear. Only God, though. This same thing happened to my auntie. It's like it's now becoming a fact. Yes, there are there are family patterns, but it does not mean that you should glorify them in your life. You can use your word to change the direction of your life. If the enemy has created a direction for you, you can use the power of your tongue to create a fresh, glorious direction for yourself. So, what I want to take home today is your ability to learn how to speak positive over every situation. When when you notice that money is out of your pocket, don't ever say, I am broke. Don't ever say it. Say, I am full. Abundance is mine. Help is on the way for me. Favor is for me. I don't have money, it's not your portion. In the name of Jesus. Don't say, I am sick. Say, I am healed. I feel somehow, but the power of God is healing me in a moment. So sometimes, I wake up in the morning. I don't don't feel anything in my spirit. I just wake up in the morning. I finish praying, and while walking around in the house, I start shouting, oh, I feel it. I can feel a miracle coming my way. I can feel it strong. I can feel it and I'll start feeling it. And before you know it, before the end of the day, that miracle will come. Hallelujah. So what are you feeling? And what are you confessing? Oh, this exam is hard. I already know I'm going to fail. I had a friend when we went to write, when we want to write our waek. She had already registered. She was a senior and they were like four. I used to help them, teach them with the past questions. I am not ready for Waik, but they have they are my seniors. What I was teaching them. One day when when the class I, I was explaining some things to them, and while the explanation was going on, one of them just said, Okay, well, every all these things that you are saying right now, well, you are right. It's not entering my head at all. Well, I already know. 
We have not started why the work has not started though. The practicals has not even started though. He said, Well, I already know I will fail this one. So I will just not waste my time. I will do what I can do, but I will register for the next coming work. So <laughs> because everything you are saying, it did not enter my head at all. All this thing you are saying is not entry. And so the rest three, they passed. But she did not pass. She has to register again. She registered again until she finally got pregnant. And she gave up on Waik. And that was wow. That was how Waik just Waik there. And she forget about school. Now she's in she's in the farm up to today. In the school of uh, school of school of giving birth. Hallelujah. It's, it's, it's not that maybe she's created for failure, but she already confessed what she wanted. God will help us in Jesus' name. So from today, I decree upon your life, any negative thing that you have confessed, I reverse it in Jesus' name. I reverse it in Jesus' name. Any negative thing that has been spoken over your destiny, I reverse them in Jesus' name. I cancel them by the power in the blood of Jesus. Anything that your dad has mistakenly out of anger spoken over your life. Say, you this stupid boy. The way you are doing this thing, you can never succeed in life. I reject it. I cancel it in the name of Jesus. Anything that is moms, moms, mommies, they are the one. Because they are always at home, they are the one. Say, hammer you with negative things. Say, ah. See your head. This one there. Ah. It will not happen. Eh. We are kwasia. We are enam. How can you be calling your child fish? You call your, your child fish. The next day, he start dreaming about fish. The marine spirit will start playing with the child in the dream. But you call the child fish first. Every negative things that our parents have spoken over our life by mistake. I use the blood of Jesus to cancel it in Jesus' name. The one that the enemy is speaking over your life continually, I cancel it in the name of Jesus. And the ones you have spoken over your situation, I cancel it in the name of Jesus.